What's up, Patriots? It's Sean at Forge of Patriots, the official podcast of Forge 1776. Hope y'all are doing great. Uh, where we're at, it is a beautifully sunny spring day. I hope y'all can enjoy it. Um, with that good news comes some additional good news for the company. Um, if y'all aren't subscribed to the newsletter, I highly recommend you do because I'd say 9 out of 10 times you're going to get the news first on what's going on. Um, new design releases, new product releases, just general information on what's going on. And if you were subscribed to it this morning, it comes out every Thursday morning around 8.30 in the morning central, you would have seen that um, we're in the process of getting in all of our screen printing equipment, which is pretty freaking exciting. Um, there's a big demand in the apparel market for screen printing. Uh, a lot of our detailed designs are sublimated, so you're limited to um, for more vibrant colors and styles. You're limited to a primarily poly blend or preferably 100% poly shirt. Not everybody likes that kind of um, style shirt. Um, they're kind of the like the performance style tee. I personally like them, but um, you can put them on a lesser mix of the poly, like a 50-50, but the less poly there is, the less dye gets absorbed. So it kind of comes off as a vintage um, kind of look, which some people like, um, but there's other ways of making things look vintage that we're going to do um, in the future. But I just don't want to limit you guys to these detail designs being only on white poly. Yes, I could use other color poly, but our designs, the way we have them drawn, a lot of them, by the way, in the future um, are going to be hand-drawn. And for those of you that have seen the Bring America Back Patriot tee, um, that's actually all hand-drawn by a buddy of mine. Um, so, you know, some of those cooler designs coming out that we will be releasing in the future those are done by hand, and that takes a lot of time, a lot of skill. I give my buddy a lot of credit. Um, so just so you know, we're going to be having um, some interesting designs coming out in the future, more options in terms of color and uh, fabric blends, things of that nature. I want to get into hats. I have some blank hats in, um, just a sample load. Um, so I will be getting into hats. I just want to kind of figure out how I want to go about embroidering them because I'm not going to sell you a hat with vinyl on it. Uh, I highly recommend against buying any hats that people heat transfer onto. Just isn't the durability that it deserves. Um, and I'm thinking about patches and things of that nature. So here's the one out of 10 times you're going to get new information. I don't think I've uh, released the hats and patches um, information on the newsletter, but just, you know, so you get a taste for those of you not subscribed to it. Cause I know I've looked through the, um, listener stats on the podcast and I know a lot of you I'm seeing from States. Um, we may have had people buy from that state, but I haven't seen anyone or I haven't seen all of you on the subscription list. So I'm sure there's some overlap, um, of people that haven't bought might be on the newsletter and vice versa. So yeah, go ahead and subscribe to it on our website at www.forge1776.com. Um, 
you see at the top banner it tells you to um, go ahead and go and subscribe. You can do that um, at the bottom of the website. So that's my plug. That's the only advertising I really do. Um, unless I bring someone on who owns a business, I let them give a short plug. We don't uh, try to monetize this channel. Um, frankly, it wouldn't be financially sensible at this point. And in the future, when it does become that way, I'm still not going to do it. So, anyway, what are we going to talk about today? I have no damn idea. No, that's not true. Because, honestly, you just look at the news for 0.5 seconds and there's all kinds of shit to talk about. Um, funny, I find it, that when the media, which really can't be trusted, uh, not the mainstream media anyway, um, they talk about toilet paper being something you need to go buy. You know, there's a shortage. Get it while you can. And lo and behold, people did just that. And now gas. Holy cow, gas. There's going to be gas shortage. It's going to be $9 a gallon. Um, first of all, I haven't really seen. I've looked. You know, I've heard. I've got friends, family all over the country. Uh, and friends all over the world even. But... You know, I haven't seen anything go too dramatically over the pre-summer averages, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm probably missing something, but I know at least in my area I haven't really seen much of a change. And maybe we're lucky, I don't know, fortunate, whatever, I don't like the word lucky. That's a different topic, different episode. Um, but, you know, it's funny how the media can sit here and make these shortages occur. You know, and I'll just stick to the toilet paper because that obviously was just a, it was a fallacy. There was no freaking reason for that to even happen at all. But um, I, maybe you could use all the extra toilet paper you probably have now to wipe your tears away because you're not getting, you know, you don't always get your way um, depending on what state you live in right now. I'm sorry, cupcakes. That's just how it works. And we're going to get to that here in a minute. And, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and get to it right now, actually. You know, the point I'm trying to make is maybe the media could actually do society a favor for once, the mainstream media, and say something about a job shortage so people will actually go get them, okay? Because it's funny to me that we have all these, I mean, this isn't the funny part, but all these, you know, now hiring signs all over the place, right? Because no one wants to work. Why? Because the government is giving them that pandemic unemployment bonus of like $300 a week, which is more than what a lot of people probably make on minimum wage part-time. And it draws all the incentive out of the individual to go back to work because they're making more sitting on the couch for something that doesn't have the mortality rate to justify the sitting on the couch rather than working. You know, And I can rephrase that for those of you who are lost and say the mortality rate of COVID-19 does not support closing down the economy, causing further harm to the country. It's that simple, right? So people don't want to go back to work because they're become, they've become lazy. They're not incentivized to work. That's why a lot of these, and I'm just going to call it how it is, red states are taking away the COVID unemployment bonus so that it can incentivize people to go back to work because these small businesses, these mom-and-pop restaurants are having to close their doors because people... They don't want to work. And, you know, it's funny to me that P 
People get offended when I say people are lazy and don't want to work even before all this was happening. But this is the proof. You, at this point, you can't deny it because they would rather take money they haven't earned. The right thing to do is to go back to work. You might take a little bit of a pay cut, but you were already living to that level of income. So it really shouldn't hurt you that much. It's not like you're going to go back to work and starve to death. You know, and I don't really blame them as much as I blame the government. It should have been a percentage of pay that was less than 100% because there were other methods of accumulating money to survive that would have actually brought you over the total totality of your paycheck. Right? So, you know, to explain that, I should have only been given 75 or 80% of my paycheck in unemployment because I'm already getting stimulus. So if I was smart about the stimulus payments, I would have allowed that to cover the other 15, 20% of my pay and still had some left over probably, knowing that the stimulus was temporary anyway. And, you know, you really, a stimulus check you should put in the economy. That's what it's for. It doesn't stimulate your pocket. It stimulates the government, or excuse me, the economy. And so, at the end of the day, it's the government's fault because they didn't give you that incentive. Because once the stimulus goes away and you know that it's going to go away, now you're only making 85, 80% of your pay, whatever percentage they take. Now you're going to go, well, shit, I think I need to go back to work. And you're going to. It may not be because you want to, but you have to. And I'm sorry. But that's the right answer. I would hope that you want to. But at the end of the day, you have to. Because you're not just hurting yourself, you're hurting your economy. You're hurting your employer that pays your paycheck. And I'm not naive enough to think that some people out there own small businesses didn't do what they were supposed to do. Some of them did not do what they were supposed to do. But I would venture to guess most of them, a very large majority, 99, 98% of them, probably did what they were supposed to do. I'll call it 98 because 1% of them probably didn't really know what to do, didn't have the right help, and so they screwed up. And the other 1% of that 2% probably just didn't give a shit enough. But the 98% that did it right is because they worked their ass off to have that company exist and actually give a shit about paying you. People today just... It, 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 there's too much expectation... For too little work, right? I mean, it's that simple. I don't know how else to put it. You know, there are people that have gone to college for minimum three, four years, have their bachelor's degrees, trying to feed their family, still wishing they could go on a trip. Okay, so it's not just people below a certain, you know, like minimum wage. Like, that's not the bar. Like, people above that are still suffering. Because of this stupid economic shutdown, it should have never happened because the mortality rate never supported it. It created a problem that should never have existed to begin with. It was man-made. Coincidentally, just like COVID-19. So, you know, if you can't wake up and realize that the media is steering you the wrong way, then... Yeah, I, 
there may be no helping you. I sure hope there is. I sure hope one day you wake up and realize everything CNN says is a lie. And 95% of what Fox says is a lie, probably. We see how quickly they switch sides. If you didn't watch the election on um, Fox, then you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But if you did, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's better to do your own research. If you do watch mainstream media, do your own research, validate, do your own fact-checking. Make sure that you know the sources you use are not being paid for by the people they claim to use as a nonpartisan or um, independent fact-checker. Because, I mean, we've been through that a couple episodes ago. I proved to you that Pointer is, in fact large chunk of it is funded by Facebook, yet Facebook claims that they're an independent fact-checker. Um, you know, and don't come to me saying that um, they're a non-profit, so they're not corrupt, okay? Um, there are non-profits out there that will do the bidding of the biggest donors, okay? It's happened. You don't have to look too long on the internet to figure that one out. So... Bringing this back to, you know, the whole premise of the show and of the company, you know, that being patriotism. If you can work mentally, physically, it's your duty to do so. Until you can't anymore. That's how you help support your country and your community and your family. I mean, at the very least, do it for your family. If you don't have a family, you still have to feed yourself. You know, there's no pride in sitting around with nothing because you refuse to work because you're lazy as shit. There's no pride in that. And pride can be healthy in, in, in a certain amount. But I think that, you know, the country as a whole has, well, I should say a large chunk of it has forgotten that it's okay to have a little bit of pride. To be confident in yourself because you have a job or a career that you're contributing, you're moving your country forward. You know, if we don't have an economy, we go nowhere. We become third world overnight. Could you imagine if all of our gas was cut off? It, that's all it would take. Because at the end of the day, you know, you, you take for granted every day you go in and there's food at the store. Well, it started with toilet paper. You couldn't find it. That's all it took to race that off the shelves. Then went the paper towels. Then went certain food items. Then they said there's going to be a meat shortage because farmers couldn't get their meat sold. And so now you can't buy meat. So imagine when the fuel gets cut off. There's no trucks transporting it. There's, there's not going to be, you know, any kind of transportation. There's not going to be planes. There's not going to be, you know, your own vehicle. Um, it's really that simple. But you're going to forget that because when that happens, if it does happen, you're going to take for granted everything you've had. You're going to get in your car and it's not going to turn over because you always expect that there be gas in it. Um, when the power goes out all across the country, if that happens, 
you're still going to flip on a light switch. You can't tell me you won't because every time the power goes out during a storm, it happens. It's inevitable. You flip on a switch, it becomes habitual in your life. Um, you're literally, those two things would cripple the most powerful country on earth. You know, I see people laugh at third world countries, but if the power went out over there, a majority of that country wouldn't have any idea. Right? If they lost a fuel source, a majority of the country would have no idea. They would just be living their life. The uber elite people over there, a few of them, they'll be screwed. So let that sink in. You know, all these people that, and a lot of them are conservatives sitting there saying, you know, I gotta, I gotta prepare, you know, all this crap going on. I gotta put food and ammo and everything in the house, store it all up. You know, you laugh at them. But those kinds of primitive thought processes will save them. And you'll be the one that gets laughed at when the time comes that you have no electricity to charge your cell phone. You have no fuel. But they have fuel for their generators to last them a little bit. They've got a full tank of gas in the RV. So they've got heating, cooling, refrigeration, food, self-defense, a mode of transportation. They have everything you don't. It's imperative that you learn to look on your own and validate sources no matter what source is giving you that information. You go and you validate and you prepare. Always be prepared. It's that simple. Your lack of preparation can very easily be the end of you when the time comes. Um, you know, I'm paraphrasing on this, but I was watching an uh, Instagram story of a pretty well-known individual by the name of Sean Whalen, and he mentions something along the lines of, you know, when you prepare for the storm on a sunny day, you'll have a raincoat when it rains. It's that simple, right? It's literally that simple. And like he always says, getting your home in order, it comes down to all that, you know, having a plan. Um, but at the end of the day, knowing when the threat is real and knowing when the media is just trying to create another shit storm. You want my personal opinion, I think... Um, the government's panicking right now because, especially the left, because a lot of people seem to be quote-unquote forgetting about COVID or just living their freaking lives like they should have always done to begin with. And so now they need a new chaos. And y'all fell for the toilet paper, so of course you're going to fall for the gas. I mean, what do people start doing around now when the weather's better in the U.S.? They travel. And a lot of people right now don't want to pay airfare or get on an airplane. So they're going to rent a car. Well, two things are allegedly going to skyrocket in price. Some, one of them already has. One is supposedly on the way. But that's rental car fees and gas. So if you don't realize right now that you're in the perfect man-made storm... I think you're pretty lost, being honest. And I think you need help. You know, I think you need to 
talk to a friend who does their own research, that kind of help. And rather than sitting there saying they're a conspiracy theorist, you might want to consider apologizing to them if you were a dick to them to begin with for being a, quote, conspiracy theorist. And, you know, you might want to tell them, okay, I think you were right more than once here lately, and I trust that, so let's move forward and, you know, help each other out. They're a good person and a patriot. They may, you know, they'll consider helping you out and, you know, teaching you how they search for certain, you know, information, things of that nature. But not every conspiracy, if you will, comes to fruition. It's not always true. But at the very least, they're all worth investigating because sometimes and lately, a lot of times they've come true. They have come true. Look at what's happening right now. If you, as an American, do not see the shift back to a free America, if you, as an American, do not see that people are starting to realize the truth and the balance of traditional free America coming back, you're blind. Because people are getting real tired, real quick, and they're done sitting on their hands. And that's not a threat of physical violence. It's not even a threat of verbal violence, if you will, because apparently that's a thing. It's me saying people are getting tired and they're going to start doing what they need to do to bring America back. And that could be as simple as just, you know, changing the way they vote or who they vote for more specifically. Um, you know, it could just be the things we talk about, you know, maybe creating a business that makes a change, um, you know, helping their community. Um, it could just be living free like they always should have. Take the face diaper off. Not be so eager to put some death cocktail, potential death cocktail, I should say, in their body. And sure as hell not except things like microchips being put in them, which um, there was an article about um, they're gonna, they were wanting to make microchips that are supposed to detect COVID. And if you want to hear more on that, um, it was probably three or four episodes ago now we talked about that one. Just be aware. It's that simple. Just be aware. So I'm going to cut it short today. Guys and gals, um, just something I noticed going on, and I want to try and catch as many people as possible before they jump off the cliff of, you know, following all the media all the time. So um, if you want to get at us on Instagram, it is Forge underscore 1776. Facebook is Forge 1776. If you want to send us a message via email and sign up for the newsletter and check out our merchandise, that is www.forge1776.com. Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, don't forget, if you've learned something or just enjoyed the episode, feel free, please, to share it with all the people that you know. Uh, that's the way we're going to grow it. So thanks again. Patriot on.